Happy Valentine's Day, Uncensored family. It is a all-new episode of Uncensored Life with the Saunders. And I am Nicole. I'm your boy Chase, eight six years old. So last weekend they did the Whitney Houston and Bobby Christina story that I definitely um on Lifetime that I definitely did not want to watch, but I knew it was going to be a talk about topic, so I suffered through it because I am just really over people, uh, mainly, primarily Whitney's family, exploiting her name, her memory, her legacy, because she financially took care of them, and they don't know what to do with themselves at this point. Um, I'm also always very tired of them always blaming Bobby and playing the bad guy card um, with him when everyone in her circle, like her brother mainly, says that she's the one that actually started Bobby on drugs because he actually started her. Um, Bobby was a dude from Boston that smoked weed and drank some alcohol. Like the drugs that she was into were new for him. So this biopic actually painted the realest picture of Bobby Brown, in my opinion, um, stating that Bobby was a bad boy for the cameras and a good man at home and that Whitney was a good girl for the camera and a character that Clive and the record labels made. But Nippy, which is what everyone called her, was the bad girl at home. Uh, one of her recovery partners made this statement that stuck with me, that she did not think that Whitney could survive without Bobby, which makes me ask this, what do you do when you're in a relationship and you are surf suffering and will die if you stay in that relationship. But you know that the other person will die if you leave them. Because that's literally um, the story of Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston. Bobby left Whitney because he wanted to change his life. He wanted to become clean. And he knew that he couldn't in that environment and try to do it with her. But she wasn't ready at that point. And just based off of what her recovery partner said, like Bobby would have died in that relationship, but uh, Whitney definitely, uh, in her opinion, died because she did not have Bobby to control her usage. So it's like, what do you do in that situation? Shit. Unfortunately. I might sound like an asshole, but you let the other motherfucker die, shit, for your own peace and sanity. Like, yeah, I have no problem with the fact that, you know, Bobby left Whitney in order to get himself together. But, like, um, the reason I say this is the most realistic picture is that everything that they're saying, like, just falls in line. Like, Whitney played, because this even comes from, like, what Bobby has said, Sometimes when you end a relationship with a female, because I'm not even going to call her a woman, they say you left us when that's not what you did. You left that woman. You didn't leave your child. 
Right. So Whitney always played that card when it came to Bobby Christina. Your daddy left us. No, he didn't leave us. He left you. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be there for his daughter. But you know, you cut him out the picture because he didn't want to be there for you. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like that's why I didn't want to watch it because I just feel like Bobby has endured enough pain in his life. He's lost both parents. Um, even though him and Whitney were not together when she died, like she undoubtedly was the love of his life. He said that. Um, and he's lost two children. So it's like, why keep reliving this? And I also feel like Nick Gordon um, is the reason that they're both not here. Like they both died in very similar ways identical ways in bathtubs. Um, drugs were involved in both. According to this documentary, he he's the one that kept them in the drugs because, you know, like Whitney is famous for saying like, you know, she made too money, much money to smoke crack. Show her some receipts. Well, he made it so Whitney Houston didn't have to go get her own drugs. Mm. And if you um, saw the reality show that Lifetime How is he did, responsible? Because, so, like I said, he was he was the supplier. Um, yeah, and, but he didn't force her to smoke it, though. I, I'm, I'm getting there. So, he was the supplier. Everyone, body included, has said that Whitney would not take baths in hotel bathtubs like those uh and i get like me being the germaphobe that i am i get it that's a, like i've never taken a bath at a hotel bathtub because like that's a public bathtub as far as i'm concerned i don't know who's been doing whatever in this bathtub so it's so everybody's kind of in he's the last one to have seen her because he dropped off these drugs um, and she was found in the tub and it's like and with Bobby Christina like he tried to make it seem like he had nothing to do with it but like she had defensive marks on her and she was found in a tub and he had gotten her the drugs also like he was known to have a domestic relationship with Bobby Christina and quite honestly had the most to gain because Whitney had taken him in as her son, but of course he wasn't on the wheel. So he gets rid of her, gets Bobby Christina to marry him. Then he gets to control all of Whitney's money. But now he's not here. So, but um Bobby Bobby definitely felt like he had a lot to do with the fact that his daughter wasn't here and won a civil action suit against him saying just that that you know I feel like he is responsible for my daughter not being here there was like another friend that was there when Bobby Christina was in the tub and he unfortunately died of an overdose too so it's like we're never going to get any answers. Let's stop funding these people just dredging up all these wounds. Yeah, I'm, I'm over 
but I knew people would be talking about it, which they were. And I mean, answers aren't going to change. Nothing's going to change from Lifetime continuing to make this one story over and over again. They did the reality show when she first passed away with Bobby Christina, um, her sister-in-law, Pat. Her mother barely. Um, then they had the Whitney Houston story, and now they're doing this. It's like lifetime. Please go find someone else to make money off of. Like you were starting to get your reputation back with these biopics because you know you did a good job with Salt and Pepper. You did a good job with Wendy Williams. So let's let's keep in your Christmas movies. You've given Black Girl Magic. You had Tiffany Haddish. You had. You know, Kelly Rowland represented you. You know, you were doing a good job. So let's mm. not fall down the Whitney Houston track. They're about to fuck all that up. <laughs> yeah. Like, we, we were happy with you. You know, you gave us Merry Little Christmas, the wedding. We was in love, the little Christmas movie that Tiffany Haddish uh, was the producer on. We were happy with you, Lifetime. Then you hit us with, you know, the salt and pepper. Now, some people weren't, you know, the biggest fans of it, but. You know, I feel like y'all did a good job. You know, Salt and Pepper were involved. Um, so, like, the negative things about it mainly were Salt and Pepper's fault. So, like, you were on the upswing. So, let's keep that energy going and just leave with Houston and Bobby Christina resting in peace because we're not going to get any answers. All, all the players are gone. So, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is official. If you told in last week, we gave you a Married at First Sight update, rewind. Um, Chris's ex fiance is actually the one that is pregnant. I'm so over him crying, his tears mean nothing to anyone not even his wife like she was over it last week when he cried so i'm over him crying um there was some weird responses like uh the little younger it's like well you guys have nine months like okay 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 i it was hard for me to feel bad for him in that moment when the, when the little Karen was saying what she was saying, because I just feel like everything he had put, whatever her name is, through in a matter of days, like he was just getting that shit back Three in return. days. Like, can you imagine that? All of this has happened in a span of three First days. First of all, you, you, you start the, the thing off wrong with the, you know, oh, well, my ex this. Oh, well, my ex my had ex a dog too. Uh-huh. So... You started off with that wrong with that. That made her feel uncomfortable. Then you smash twice and still say, "Oh, I'm not physically attracted to you. I'm ugly. You ugly." <laughs> and then on top of that, now probably the ex that you was talking about had the Yorkie is pregnant. Yes, that's the ex that he's talking about. So yes, the one with the Yorkie is now going to have his baby. Um. I can't wait until we can remember these other couples' names. But the um, the Hispanic guy gave him some good 
advice. Not, you know, he doesn't, of course, know the full picture of him calling this girl ugly and all this other stuff. But just based off of what he knows, he gave him some good advice. Like, if you are in this to be married and have it for the long haul, then your wife comes first. She comes before anybody, including this baby. Like, so if this is where you want to be, if this is what you want to do, then that's what you need to figure out. Now, if you don't want a wife, then let this girl be. Like, it's three days in. Right. We've seen it before they've ended. Marriages have ended before the eight-week experiment is over. So, if you're not in it to win it, if you're not in it for the long haul, if you're not in it to develop feelings or you know whatever for this girl and have her as your wife let's let's cut our losses three days in we you know you to call me ugly and now you got a baby on the way let's before i hate hate you because i'm really starting to strongly dislike you um let's just end it need that's what he need to do go be with the one you was just engaged to that that blew that just blew my mind too (laughs) you was like engaged like three months ago right you decided to cover up your tattoo like a week before this wedding like not when you decided to go i feel like he just want to be on tv like that's what it is he just want to be on tv i feel like his 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 family just wants to be on tv you know his dad seems like a character you know he's a well uh well-spoken you know man but i can tell that i just feel like a lot of this shit is being done for the cameras like i don't think he came into this with no intentions on being married or whatever he just wanted to be on tv because it's like okay like because like i said you decided to cover up the tattoo a week before the wedding um why not at the beginning of this process if you if this is what you want to do and you're all about moving forward and all this other stuff then why not cover up the tattoo at the beginning of the process because you know for anyone that has had a tattoo and especially a cover-up if he got it a week before the wedding that's probably what draw drew her attention to the tattoo because it was going through the the healing process Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. This is a, a grand way to try to get your ex back if that's the case, too. Like, he whack, yo. I, I can't wait to see. I do stupid. Because this is three days in, y'all. We three days in. And he's a whole entire mess. Entire mess. Trying to fight people, nigga. Don't <laughs> yes. trying to fight people for it, nigga. You, you yes. wrong, you wrong. Yes, 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 yes. And as you called the Karen, like she, you know, she was like, let's just go. <laughs> like, let's just go. This is not what we came here for. And them motherfuckers showed up drunk though. So them talking shit didn't even surprise me. They showed up drunk. Yeah, I well, she's always drunk, clearly, and I feel like he got drunk to match her energy because they already had that. Uh, what is it? A ten, maybe more than ten year age difference. Well, he definitely matched it. Yeah, because he well, because you know they was talking about how you know well she was talking about how she likes to go out, she likes to party, and 
he's not, I see Phoenix, he's not at that point in his life anymore where he likes to go out and party. Like, he, he wants to read a good book and, and go to sleep. But you've got this young wife, so, and y'all on your honeymoon, so he has to match that energy. Because it's like, I don't honestly feel like they meant any harm by the things that they were saying. It's just that there are... No, she did. He probably... I don't don't see him. I don't think he did. Yeah, he didn't. But because of her energy and her being drunk, and at the time, him being drunk too, I don't think he realized like what he was saying. He was just, you know, flowing with his wife, which is cool, but your wife was stepping out of line like, well, you got nine months to figure it out. Like, come on, them little jabs wasn't necessary. But, like I said, it's kind of hard for me to feel bad for Chris because everything you don't put this black woman through. True, so, I, I was like, kind of like, nah, nigga, you kind of getting the jabs you deserve. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like, she's young. She's inexperienced. She doesn't know. Like, and that, like, even though I say you all the time, like, there are cultural differences between black people and white people. There just are. And that conversation, if they were having it with another white couple and the things that she was saying, wouldn't I don't think they would have been seen as jabs. It would have just been like, they would have just been like, okay, she, Susie's drunk. It's all right. We'll, we'll just ignore it. But him being in his feelings and him not like black, we have been taught to cover our trauma, whatever we're going on we're going to deal with it. We're going to bury it. We're not going to sit up here and talk to no strangers about it. And three days in, even though they are bonded through this process, and that's why I think they've moved towards like moving them into the same building and uh, sending them on the honeymoons together and getting them to go out because this is a unique experience and you are bonded in this unique experience. And no one else is going to be able to say, you know, I married somebody at first sight. Like, they do have a a connection there. Mm -hmm. But it's three days in. Y'all still strangers. So, I'm sharing with you because I feel like that was for sure where he didn't want to share with his wife. But it's like, I'm sharing with you because this show is forcing me to share with you. But I don't want you to have no opinion on it. And they like, well, if it's on the table and y'all telling us that we late to the party because you've already had this discussion, well, let us put our two cents in. Like I said, I don't feel bad for him. I don't. It, it's, I don't. He got an attitude. He can try to fight all he want. I don't feel bad for him. Yeah, it, I don't. It, it is what it is. It, he'll be okay. Um... So, prank robbery video results in the death of a 20-year-old Nashville resident, Timothy Wilkes. Wilkes and his friends approached a 23-year-old David Starnes Jr. And he acted in self-defense as he believed he and others were in danger. No arrests have been made at this time. Um, back in August, Stokes twins were arrested and charged with felony and misdemeanors in connection with two bank robbery pranks. So when are these YouTube videos going to stop? People stupid. 
like they approach this man with machetes attempting to prank him is is the story and um he acted in self-defense he thought he was being robbed so what i mean did he shoot him yeah he shot him i mean good that's what they asked god that's the thing this this whole challenge prank shit this new generation want to do it's the stupidest shit ever like Y'all motherfuckers is so bored that y'all got to do dumb shit like this. Like, this is just stupid, yo. And you ran up on a nigga who thought he was really getting robbed, and you really got shot. So that's the thing. When you do these type of pranks, you can't can't predict what somebody's response is going to be. Exactly. Or what they like. You clearly didn't know that he had a gun on him. And Mm -hmm. you approached him with... With machetes. Yes. What you thought he was going to do. Like... Gun, no gun. He was going to do something. Like, what the... They got whatever. Did they survive? No, he he died. Uh, The other uh, guy that was with him, he survived. One survived, one died? Mm -hmm. Hey, they got exactly what they deserve. Apparently, it was time for that nigga to go to the upper room. So, I don't feel bad at all. Sorry for y'all lost his family, but he kind of... He deserved that one. So, um, early in February, I said, because we've been having a good moment, a good vibe, like, with the protests and everything. Like, I have not seen people prouder to be Black, to buy Black, to have all Black everything uh, in this country. And I called for this month of Black history to be a month of, you know, history making and Black excellence because we are Black history. Um, It's not going in the direction that I was talking about because we have Tessica Brown, who has now made headlines as a Gorilla Glue Girl. Hmm. (laughs) That... She went to TikTok to state that she used Gorilla Glue in her hair and her ponytail has been, was in for a month. Um, she also said that she had burned into her scalp. She's, uh, Lonnie Love has stated that there are many hairstylists, including her own, that have offered to make um, free wigs for her when she becomes glue-free and figures out her situation. Um, TMZ has been following this story very closely because uh, she was first on there pissed off. She, she was on there pissed off um, because she said that she went to TikTok to get help, not to get attention or to be ridiculed, but she went to TikTok to get help. So, so um, you went to a social media site <laughs> to get help, not realizing that Yes, shit was going to go. Come on, man. Like, I don't know. People are just stupid. And so she um, she had a GoFundMe. Then her and her friend did another video because her friend used Goof Off <laughs> to remove the ponytail portion 
um, she's now okay because the Beverly Hills doctor um, who also has a background in chemistry created a compound that can for lack of a better term deactivate the compound of Gorilla Glue and the process um, the process the process should cost twelve thousand. I believe it was twelve thousand dollars, but he offered to do it for free. So she flew to Beverly Hills to have the adhesive removed, and he was actually able to save a lot of her hair. Um, so she's not walking around looking like Fire Marshal Bill. Hmm. And she hasn't mentioned um, attempting to sue Gorilla Glue, but that is the rumor that was all over social media this week. Yeah, she dumb as hell. I wish y'all her hair would have fell out. Well, so like I said, this month of Black excellence is not going the way that I meant it in making history as Black people because then later on this week, there was another young lady that went to TikTok because she decided to perm her pubic hairs and fell asleep with the perm on and was crying as who I think she calls her mother on the phone to tell her about it. Her mother is in tears laughing at her and she's crying because she was like, I went and I got in the shower and all my hair and my skin was going down the drain. Who does that? Who does that? It's amazing what people do for clout, man. Like, social media done screwed up a lot of y'all fucking brains. Right, because my thing with Tessica is that she she's attempting to be TikTok famous as a hairstylist. So who do you think, although at this point, there's a customer for everyone, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but who do you think is going to come to you mm-hmm. to have their hair done when you decided, because I think she said, so there is a product uh, on the market called Gorilla Snot. And Gorilla Snot is supposed to slick down your hair. But who who would think that it's interchangeable with Gorilla Glue? And like right. the whole life, the lawsuit basis is what people are saying is that Gorilla Glue says don't put it on your skin or your eyes and it doesn't specifically say hair, but isn't your scalp skin? First of all, why does it have to say don't put on your hair? It's glue. Like that. But that's the basis. Like, okay, so you go to McDonald's, you go to Dunkin' Donuts, you get a cup of coffee. On that cup of coffee, it says caution hot. Why? Because it didn't say that before. Someone came, someone burnt themselves, and they sued McDonald's because I believe McDonald's was the victim of this lawsuit and said that it's all McDonald's fault that I burnt myself because they didn't tell me that this coffee was hot. It's coffee. It's coffee. And this was before iced coffee, so it's coffee. What did you think it was going to be? People stupid, man. People dumb as fuck. This generation... This fucking, this country, all these motherfuckers is just lost and stupid. The Gorilla Glue chick, I wish all her hair would have fell out. The chick who permed her pubes, I'm glad your shit burnt. The dude that 
sue mcdonald's i'm mad as fuck you won because yeah coffee's hot pit people just stupid man and they get away with this dumb shit all the time all the time so yeah that's literally like most of the laws that we look in or rules or um are in the corporate instruction manuals and we look at them and we're like those are crazy like why did they even put this in there what's going on it's because somebody <laughs> did something stupid like i remember when i worked at the disney store as a cast member because you know disney has its own language its own vocabulary uh one of the rules in the instruction manual was that uh, for women, we had to have black underwear and black bras. And I'm like, why do you care what I have on under this uniform? And then it was explained to me about someone who used to work there previously that like had all this like craziness going on and was exposing her underwear and her bras so that they had to put it in there employee manual that you must wear black bra and black panties did they care like as long as they couldn't see it of course it's nothing they could write you up or anything about but it's because someone did something stupid before that rule was in there that they had to put that in the instruction manual or in the employee manual so there is an idiot behind every stupid law and stupid right. rule like i believe it's some uh some southern state where it's against the law to sleep with farm animals because some idiot was having sex with his farm animals Mm-mm-mm. these people stupid with that being said you're gonna take a break folks go get your snacks fill up your glasses don't go have sex with farm animals and put gorilla glue in your hair we'll be right back And we're back, folks. I hope none of you uh, perms your pubic hairs while we took a break. Uh, what else we got on the agenda, love? So, um, Vanessa Williams received an apology from Miss America 32 years after they took her crown. Some are saying about time, and some are saying, why now? Right. Like, so apparently she was the Miss America pageant um, happened um, recently. She was there hosting, and um, one of the executives or board members, I can't remember what their titles are, um, took the time to apologize to her for taking her crown 32 years ago. Uh, I was six. Yeah, six when they took, when this was a story because she was the first black Miss America. And that was a great moment um, for me as a little girl. And- She was the first black Miss America? Yeah. It wasn't Kenya? No. Kenya was after Vanessa. Oh. Um, so she, 
Kenya was the first Miss America that got to keep her crown. Vanessa Williams was the first Miss Black Miss America, period. Um, and they took her crown because she they found out that she had done Playboy. Um, I was so young, I can't remember if she had done it before or if I feel like I believe Playboy offered her a spread after she won the crown. And when they found Miss America, because they had like, even though one of the categories is to walk around in a bathing suit and all this other stuff, and it was very um, not something a feminist would do at the time. They didn't feel like her being in Playboy lived up to their standards and the standards of the crown. So they publicly removed her crown, took her crown from her once they found out that she did Playboy. And now, 32 years later, they would like to issue an apology. No, it's too late now. Fuck that. You didn't already did the damage. And now you want to issue an apology? Why? Because we live in the society now where sex is everywhere. Like all your future contestants might have only fan pages. So you like, fuck it. And because that's the thing, like, you know, just like it meant something to me as a little girl, like it definitely meant something to her to be the first Black Miss America. And then you took that away from her where then... You know, I think everybody associates that now with Kenya when that isn't the case. It's just that they took Vanessa's crown from her. She went on to have like a great career and do great things without mm-hmm. saying, uh, which is why she, because like the whole time that they apologized and she like shook her, was just shaking her head and they apologized to her mother as well. It like she did great things in spite of you. So I guess like at this point for her, it's like I did great things. I had a great life. Like who knows how you not taking the crown would have changed mm-hmm. her life, but it's it's not like she ended up stripping or living on the streets as a result of it. Like, she's fine. So, I think that's her mindset about it. Like, I'm fine. I I, I did great things. It's starting to seem like Black people just need to stop fucking with the Miss America USA pageant, whatever the fuck it's called. Well, there's two different ones. There's Miss America, there's Miss USA. Well, And please don't call Kenya by the wrong one, because that's what set her and Portia's relationship off. Okay, so I was about to go somewhere (laughs) else with it. Uh, To continue what I was saying, you know, they did Steve Harvey bogus, did Vanessa Williams bogus. We just need to stop fucking with them. But now back to this Miss Kenya. So what's the difference? Because America is the USA. Like, it's the no, same but, shit. No, Miss America also includes... Miss America includes Mexico. It includes South, South America. America. Right. Oh. So, so, which one was Kenya? Kenya was... Um, Kenya was the former Miss USA, I believe. Let uh. me get that right, because... 
Because she a whole mess when it comes to that. Because, yeah, um, I want to say, because, yeah, that's what, yeah, she is the, she was the second to win, she was the second black woman to win the Miss USA title. And because that's what it was. Portia called her um, Miss America. And she was very offended. Even though I feel like being... there's Because there's Miss America. There's Miss USA. And then there's Miss Universe. Which encompasses all the black... the All of the beautiful women of the world. Mm. So. Kenya and Portia, the... Um, the start of their rivalry was uh, her calling her Miss America when she is Miss USA. But um, I feel like can't well, Vanessa is just like. I did three things and now I'm over it. I feel like if it were Kenya, Kenya would have said it's about damn time. Like they're hmm. they're two different caliber of women. So so yes, I guess we should not get the titles confused because Kenya Moore and Vanessa Williams are two different types of women. Hmm. So Wednesday, I woke up. And my timeline was full of reports that Lauren London was pregnant and happy. Like, I I didn't understand the uproar, but like my timeline was just full. So Lauren quickly cleared things up, letting everyone know that she is still grieving and attempting to make it day by day. That she is not pregnant at all. So of course there's no time limit on grief and everyone goes through it at their own pace and in their own way so really when will the world let her be happy like if she was pregnant if she was pregnant and happy like mm-hmm. what's the problem too soon for who though too soon Nipsey's been gone for two years like how long is she supposed to be sad and mourning and depressed say you be like sad she morning, is but to move on, on and have another baby like after being with such a a, a a significant you know person star with his legacy the marathon like, the marathon continues through her and you need at least son. you need at least five years before you can you know have another baby with somebody else why though could, I mean, how would you feel if Vanessa Bryant ended up pregnant? Because that's the thing, right? Like, if Vanessa Bryant were pregnant right now, it's only been a year. It's been two years since Nipsey's been gone. Okay, so what's a year? One, two? Like, one my plus thing one is, if Vanessa Bryant was pregnant right now, I wouldn't care. Like, we. You wouldn't care. No, even though Kobe felt because like, even though it felt happen. like Kobe was everybody low cousin, Kobe, it felt like everybody was every black person's cousin. You would not feel no type of way if Vanessa Bryant popped up pregnant. You a lie. I know I would. 
And that's how I feel about Lauren London. I mean, yeah. it's just too soon, you know, like it's too soon. Like it's some days we wake up and we still can't believe Nipsey gone. We still can't believe Hobie gone. And if we wake up feeling like that, I know y'all waking up feeling 10 times, 100 times worse than that. So but like how I do said, you find time to start another relationship and, 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 and create another life when... But like I said, everybody grieves in their own way. Everybody, like, there's no time limit on grief. Like, if Lauren London came up pregnant and she said she was happy, I would be fine with it. If in five years that happens, if in five years she say, hey, y'all, I'm still not ready. Or in 10 years, she'd be like, you know what? I still miss Nipsey. Like, I... You can't control how people grieve or how long it takes for someone to grieve. We just saying, I don't know, got to be a cap on that statue of limitations or something (laughs) before you can get pregnant again. I'm just saying. I feel like everything happened. Okay, so like for women, because I know you don't feel this way at all, but like the end of a relationship is like a death, especially a divorce. It's like a death because you're something in your life is changing and shifting. It will never be the same again. So there's a process through that. And I know for me, I was never getting married again. I was never going to hurt like that again. I was never going to love like that again. I was done. I was good. It was going to be me and Tyra for life. And I was going to be complete with that. Like, if I dated somebody, yeah. But I was never going to let my guard down enough to let somebody hurt me like that again. I was never going to let my guard down enough to experience any of those flowery feelings again. Like, I was done. I ain't want to feel that shit again. I ain't want to hear about it. I ain't want to hear no love songs. None of that. And here we are. So, apparently, there is a time limit on... Like what she feels right now, she may not feel tomorrow. And it doesn't mean that she loves Nipsey any less or that he saying, meant any less to I'm her. I'm just saying, statue of limitations, man. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a process to this. I'm just saying, five years minimum. Well, she was pissed off, okay, because she she didn't like that people were spreading that because she's she's still raw. And, like, you can visibly tell that about Lauren because, like, first of all, her and Nipsey were very private people. Lauren has always been like that. Like, it always has to be a leak for Lauren's business to get out because she she is incredibly private. Um so the little things that she does, because like I said, she is continuing his marathon. Like she's working with like every project that he had in the works, everything that he was doing for their legacy, his community, she's continuing on in his name for herself, for him, for their son. Um, so the public appearances that she has made, you can see the sadness and grief on her face. So it's like 
if you can see that and you know that she's in pain, if you're if you like trying to imagine the pain that she's in, and I wake up and hear that she's happy and like she found someone to love, then I'm happy for her. I'm gonna be for it too after five years. <laughs> I cannot wait. Shit, go do you, sis. Spread them wide open after five years. In Vanessa Bryant's case, I'm sorry. I just feel like she can just never just, like, you didn't have, like, the top echelon of men. Like, at this point, you can never, you can never be with anyone. Because, for one, ain't no one ever going to mount up to Kobe. No, so learn how to play the piano just so he can serenade you. No, right. So at this point, sis, you might as well get you a bunch of cats. She has children, she only cats. Mm-hmm. And because that's another thing, too. Like, um, Vanessa has three daughters now, um, that were daddy's girls. I feel like they're not going to uh, let anybody within That's just like, I feel I feel the same way about us. Like, you know, God forbid, you know, knock on wood, something does happen. But if that was like me in that situation, I don't think the girls would l- let nobody come. No, oh, hell no. You ain't getting close to my daddy. What, bitch, what you think you're doing? <laughs> and vice versa. I don't think I don't know. They funny acting. <laughs> what to say to me? They no, might, they no. might let a nigga come. I don't know. They funny acting. Yeah, yeah this motherfucker come over, he acting like he the greatest uncle ever. He ain't even related to y'all. I don't know. <laughs> so they funny acting. I just know if it was just me, okay. if it was me and them, nah, they, I, I can't see that. They, ain't, they ain't let no chick, Mm-mm. especially that Chloe. Well, Chloe. A mommy's girl, so yeah, <laughs> you ain't her mommy. Hmm. And Phoenix too, you ain't got skin like her mommy. Hmm. <laughs> she she gonna be skin touching every female hmm. that comes around. Like, oh no, your skin like, not like my mommy. Let's keep I it moving. I don't think she's gonna skin touch shit. She she even if they do let the <laughs> chick get in the house, shit, they gonna make it. Especially Phoenix, she gonna make it well known that you ain't getting in the bed. It's me and my daddy bed. <laughs> I get all this skin. Uh-uh. You go sleeping in with the girls. <laughs> right. She she may give her a pillow. Like, hmm. like here, here you, I don't know where you're going to put this pillow, but uh, you can have it. Here you go. Thanks for stopping by. Um, But, I mean, there's no time stamp. So, for five me. years. And, and, in Vanessa Bryant's case, never. Oh my goodness, I cannot with you. Okay, well, so if you are from Chicago, this story is for you. Apparently, I believe it was the Chicago Sun Time did a story on Harold's Chicken. And they referred to mild sauce as hot sauce. Oh my god! 
Oh my God! Whoever wrote that <laughs> story needs to, to be fired. Well, he had to write an apology. They had to do a whole retraction because there was a whole riot because he called. He was like, "And the hot sauce that they put on their chicken is delicious." He could. He must not have been from Chicago then. That's what everybody's questioning. Like you cannot, you cannot. But okay, so here's the thing: he was non-melanated, so oh, that explains it. He could still be from here because I know. So when I was working in Downers Grove, and they put the um, Harold's Chicken inside the Olive Theory pizza, um, my boss had to give the white managers. Um, a hood experience so she took them to harold's chicken she ordered four wings with mouth sauce and they were like so uh one of the managers one of the guys was like four wings <laughs> i want a whole pan and what's this mild sauce and she's like trust me it's good so he was like all right give me the mild sauce want a whole pan of wings and I want some mild sauce. And so she like, oh, okay. You want a whole pan? And it's like, yeah, four wings. So she got her little four wings, took her little bag, and then they came out with the pan. And you know, it's an aluminum pan. And he was like, who's that for? <laughs> you. This is what you ordered. Oh, this is for me? He was thinking party wings. So that's why he couldn't understand what she only ordered for. And she asked for, she uh, she's very specific, so she asked for mild sauce and hot sauce. And so uh, he was like, you know, I'm going to have it how she was having it. Well, he couldn't take it the way that she was having it. And he tried his very best to eat that entire pan of wings, but he could not. So he had to bring it back to the office. And they had to tell this story about why he has a pan of wings for just himself. So it's possible that he was from Chicago. Um, he just wasn't melanated. And apparently non-melanated people don't know what wild sauce is and that it is very different from hot sauce. It's mm -hmm. not the same. It's not the same as hot it's sauce. Not hot. It's, it's not barbecue sauce. Definitely it not. It's very different. Like it has its own, like it's its own category. Exactly. And you cannot call like it you got hot. different hot sauces. Yes. You got different barbecue sauces. And you got different mouth sauces. Everybody's mouth sauce is not the same. Well, yeah, true. So, yes, you go to Uncle Bremen's and you get mouth sauce there, and you go to Harold's and you get mouth sauce. But they there, all and good it's not though. The same. Yeah, they all good though. So. Yes, mouth sauce across the board is good. You got your good. Hot sauce when you bad hot sauce, and good barbecue sauce you bad hot sauce. But mild sauce for the most part, I've never run into a mild sauce that I haven't liked. But yeah, they're either. all different because even Ariston um, has a different mild sauce. Mm. So, <laughs> yes, white man almost lost his job this week for referring to mild sauce as hot sauce. That's how serious it is in these Chicago streets. Mm. Don't do it. Um, Trump was acquitted again. 
This dude. Man, he got the luckiest motherfucker ever, yo. But like, okay, so so many people uh Saturday Night Live hit it on the head. Well, hit it on the head. Like, how are you going to be part of the people that acquitted him and then step right into a press conference to say, hey, he should really go down for this. Like, you had the power to make him go down. But there was a news article that I was reading and it's like, first of all, like, there were so many things wrong. The people that you tried to kill were your judge and jury is the first thing. And the second thing that this article actually said is like when the KKK is tried and they're acquitted because the judge and the jury are also members of the KKK. Mm -hmm. Like, because like they said on Saturday Night Live, like what is worse than sending a mob of people to kill the vice president what's worse than that so if you can't get impeached for that what can you get impeached for like seriously apparently the the one thing that doesn't affect nobody doesn't cause nobody no harm but he got impeached for that but this motherfucker don't get impeached for inciting a riot on the nation's capital come on man like like some of these video angles and stuff that they had put into evidence were 10 times worse than what we saw on the news. Like, this was crazy. This was scary. This was horrible. Like, I said from the beginning, this was a full-on terrorist attack. So you, the President of the United States of America, incite a terrorist attack against our nation's capital and you get to go home? But that's the thing. It wasn't even about it wasn't even about jail time for me. I just wanted the, the privileges stripped away. Right. Secret service. Being able to run again. Come on. He don't need to run for no office yes i want all the privilege i want everything though i'll I'll be honest with you i want everything i want all the privileges stripped away i want to see the orange man in the orange jumpsuit oh you know that ain't gonna happen because i'm so i'm so like i'm so sick of white privilege like we're tired like i know i'm tired like i you know i've been black all my life but i promise you i feel like extra black now like I so because here's the thing. This is how I feel anyway. I feel like we as black people try to tone our blackness down to be to be safe. No, dude. but now that's, that's, that's facts. We see that that doesn't matter. So I feel like we all feel extra black now. Like, cause we see that we're still not safe when we try to make our blackness comfortable for them. Mm-hmm. So it's like you might as well get all this melanin power. Right. You might as well get all this black get all girl magic. Shows, <laughs> all this shit. You about to get this rap music, like <laughs> yes. fuck changing my music when I pull up in the parking lot at work. Right. Wow, now you about to get all the rap music when I right. pull up. Y'all about to think you like finna fighting get or all 16 bars. You finna <laughs> get all the nuck if you buck. You about like to get you all the bitches <laughs> and hoes in these lyrics. You finna feel it all. 
because it's like you like we're we're still not safe like we we try to fit into your world that mm-hmm. we built and be safe but we're still not safe so you you finna get all you finna get all of this and it's not one black person that can say no nah, y'all tripping i'm on myself all the time no oh. no and i'm gonna tell you the perfect example as to when we tone down our blackness when you waiting for that phone call about a job and once you answer that phone oh yeah this is jerome <laughs> That yeah. you making yourself comfortable for them. Yes. So there's no one that can say they they haven't. Oh, I'm just myself 24 seven. I don't care who it is. No, you, we've all had those moments. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's crazy because and it's not just black people. Um, like Asian Americans who are being attacked. Like the Asian elderly community in Los Angeles right now is under attack. Like people are, like it's. Jeannie had to speak about it on The Real and was talking about how they had to tell her grandmother just not to go outside. Like, that's how unsafe it is. Because but of the common flu? That, yeah. yeah they, they just, they're being attacked. And they're only coming, they're coming from the, for the elderly and the Asian community. But the Asian community does it too because they have these culturally rich names that means so much to them in their culture, in their lane. And then when they come here, they change their name to Sunshine and Sue and John and Kelly. Right. Like, motherfucker, you like can't on the phone. You can barely speak English, but you talking about your name, Bob. Man, you don't stop. Get the fuck out of here. And because in like, because that's my nail tech and I have, who I have not seen in a very long time. Um, I want to ask her all the time, like, tell me your real name because like, Kelly your real is name? not Kelly's it. not your real name. It's, your it's name, Wang Dying. I love you. <laughs> I love you, and I want to know your real name. Like, you know my real name. You try to have a conversation with me. I know that you have kids at home. You know about my kids at home. I don't feel comfortable calling you Kelly when I know that's not your name. Right. Your mama did not call you Kelly. So let's let's get United this States together. United States calls you Kelly. I'm gonna call you Kelly. Nah, uh. <laughs> nah, exactly. That's that's not what your birth certificate says. And even if it is, that's not what your mama really wanted to name you. So, so like, so I seen a meme that I just thought was just so on point when you know uh, Donald Trump got acquitted. It said that had this been Obama with the same situation. They would have repelled the proclamation. They would have took the damn proclamation back. We would have went back to slavery. Sure would have. I we, promise we you. We would be picking cotton right now. Let that have been us climbing over them walls. Boy, we would have been caught all kind of monkeys and shit. Yes. Crazy. Yes. That, that That's what I'm saying. Like, we are... Um... They say we the monkeys. We we would be picking cotton right now. We would be sitting up here back on the plantation because you know there's still some plantations out there and we would be on the plantation picking cotton if this mm-hmm. was us. Sure what? We're going to take a quick break. Last break of the day. Uh, make sure you come back. Leave that Gorilla Glue alone. Don't touch it. I sense the life of the Saunders.
And we're back, folks. Uncensored Life with the Saunders. Hope you took care of your business when you took that break. So, in honor of today, Valentine's Day, let's talk about an accused burglar who tried to virtually flirt with a Florida judge while she heard his case Thursday in Broward County. A hilarious moment captured by the court. Where was this? Live video in Florida, of oh, course. Florida got them. <laughs> they be doing the wildest shit out there. Exactly. Judge Tabitha Blackman, joined by a prosecutor and a defense attorney, called the defendant's case and watched as he stepped into camera. So I've seen this video. I'm assuming that you have not seen this video. Mm-hmm. But they're, you know, they're doing virtual trials which is funny because you know florida's kind of loose with this whole covid situation but they're doing virtual trials and um so the judge says well he comes into the video he's handcuffed um his name is demetrius lewis and um he asked her how you doing and she was like all right i'm good sir how are you and his response is judge you are so gorgeous so gorgeous judge i just had to tell you you are gorgeous so she smiles she thankful she thanked him but she also warns him that the compliments would not do anything for his case she's like i thank you mr lewis all right mr lewis flattery she said flattery will get you everywhere but maybe not here so nice try mr blackman um, you still are going to jail for this burglary, basically. Hmm. So he was ordered to be held on a five thousand dollar bond, um, because he's been in trouble a few times. He was released in twenty nineteen after serving three years for aggravated battery with a deadly we- weapon, uh, which stemmed from a twenty fifteen case in Orange County. He previously, before that, served another year in prison for a drug convention. So conviction. So, yeah, he uh, he was caught on a uh, ring doorbell for the current case that he was um, before the judge on. I mean, because he tried to break into a home with a woman and her three children. Um, but he was caught on the ring doorbell or the doorbell camera. It doesn't say ring, but I'm assuming it's a ring doorbell. I mean, you ain't lying. She, she is kind of cute. <laughs> so, I mean, you just talk, you just spitting facts. That's all. You just happen to be handcuffed. Shit. <laughs> you know how niggas is. Though. Niggas are flirt anyway. We don't give a fuck. Yeah, because he was on Zoom. Like, he was on the Zoom camera and he decided to shoot his shot. He like, why not? What's the worst that can happen? I'm already mm-hmm. locked up. She probably was in jail talking to the other cellmates. Nigga, y'all done had Judge So-and-so? Ain't she a bad motherfucker, boy? <laughs> I'm, when I get out of here, I'm going to commit a crime just so I can see her again. You know what? I would not <laughs> be surprised if that was the conversation. Like, but yeah, he tries to shoot a shot. He's like, what? what you know what I got to lose? I'm already in here. I already cuffed, already on this little Zoom situation, so I'm shooting a shot. Mm-hmm. He tried it, and she told him 
it'll get you everywhere but in here so sorry for you that you shot your shot and it didn't work out for you so um keeping with this valentine's day love theme sierra and russell have been doing a lot of interviews lately because they have released a perfume and a cologne and so in a recent interview um russell was doing what russell does he was saying that he doesn't know what he would do without sierra like she is the love of his life he loves his wife very much the biggest fear he said the biggest fear that he has in life is losing sierra well one I don't even know what the boy, because he's not a man, uh, said by the name of Christopher Turner, said, typical simp behavior. You're a highly paid football star. Bitch is going to be lined up to you to fuck with you. Sierra don't even look that good. You can get anybody way finer than her. You're more valuable than she is. She would be afraid. She should be afraid of losing you. She's a washed up R&B singer. If you leave, I doubt she's going to be able to get anyone else of your caliber unless they're also a sick. I'm so sick of niggas, yo. <laughs> I'm so simple, niggas. You can tell he ain't never been loved before. Whoever wrote that ain't never been loved. He ain't never been in love before. Because what Russell Wilson talking about is on a whole different level that boys can't understand. Right, that's you have to be a grown-ass man who've experienced, who has been loved to understand what he's talking about. And I'm just so sick of these niggas, man, who, who just follow Future. Like, Future is just the, the face of all oh, men. Like, I don't know, man. I, yeah, I, it it's does irritating. sound like something that would come out of Future's mouth. Right. It's irritating, man. I don't know. Like they, I'm so tired of them dragging Russell Wilson, man, for loving his wife. Just dragging him for being a positive black man. Like, that's crazy. Like, y'all idol Future. Y'all idolize the fuck out of Future, who is the face of toxic shit. Yes. But y'all come at niggas like Russell Wilson for fucking being a positive role model, positive and black above man. above and beyond like this, man. So, Future's in the news all the time for his lack of, well, let him say his inability to, but his lack of interest in paying child support and taking care of his children. Whereas Russell, because he thinks like a grown-ass man, realizes that hey future's kids are my son's brothers and sisters mm-hmm. and if i can help them i'm going to and he's started college funds for future's kids he gotta do that right well future over here buying them birdberry and shit they can't even pronounce this man starting college funds for him some shit they can actually benefit from in life Come on, man. Like, stop stop coming at Russell like that, man. Y'all, y'all, that shit's starting to get old now. Man. And that shit, y'all just don't know. That shit a turn off to a real woman. That shit a turn off. Like, y'all, y'all might get them little hood rat chicks with that shit. 
they might think that shit cute. But a real woman, that's a turn off. You, you talk like that. Why? Because, like, why is he a simp? Why are you coming for Sierra? Sierra is a gorgeous and. She ain't all that. Like, I do it agree with that. See, here we go. Sierra, but she, like, she's a beautiful woman. Like, she's a, clearly his type. Like, that's the thing. Like, that's all that matters. Like, she's his type. She, if he says that she's the most beautiful woman in the world, then let him think that that's his wife. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to feel that way about his wife, and like to say that she couldn't get the the a caliber of dude as him. Like, first of all, look, you you don't know, and then calling her a washed up R and B singer. Hey, everybody know singing wasn't. Sierra's ministry, okay? She was an incredible dancer. Um, She had some nice songs, but we was all there for the dance moves. She's doing what she wants to do. She doesn't have... She's not a washed-up R&B singer. She chooses not to sing anymore. Mm-hmm. Because if Sierra... She actually did just drop an album and, you know, it did well. But if she wanted to never drop an album again... That's her choice. Mm-hmm. She's making money in other areas. Right. Like I said, they just dropped this um, perfume and cologne line together. And who knows what other things that they have in the works or they're currently doing. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I just never subscribe to putting somebody else down to make yourself feel better. So, like, why are you attacking her? Because he said that he, that's his greatest fear is losing her. Right. That's his business. That's his business, not yours. Shit. Y'all want to act like future? You see where that get him? That nigga alone. Right. He gonna be dishing out. Seem like he gonna be dishing out child support for the rest of his goddamn life. Nigga can't never stop rapping. Right. He can't stop rapping. He can't slow down. If they need him to rap on the Chick-fil-A commercial, he gonna have to do it. Like it's and then look at the two lanes they in. Future, he raps. Is he a big time rapper? Yes, he's 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 a big rapper. But there's no fucking retirement or pension or any of that for rappers, though. Yeah, like, every rapper has to have another avenue. Cause you can't rap. And I'm sorry, he, he 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 he's never gonna make it into like I just don't see him making it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't see that happening. Uh, but I I promise you, Russell will be in the bat the Football Hall of Fame, the NFL Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So which comes with benefits. Like future, he has to rap for the rest of his life. Because I mean, there's like so for. People in sports, though sports doesn't have, like, you're not going to be, it doesn't have a normal retirement route. Like, you're not going to be 65, 70, playing football or basketball or baseball or anything like that. But there is lanes that you can transition into, like, even if you don't have other talents, which is why a lot of people advocate for, you know, the like they were against Kobe going straight from high school into basketball because they wanted him to have other skills to fall back on, which Kobe made his own lane. and He did have other skills to fall back on and other things that he could do. 
there are some people just like that, that they have other things already in their mind that they can do. Like school isn't for everybody. That's not what everybody needs to do in order to stabilize themselves. So in the sports world, if you don't have that multifaceted type situation, like, you know, everybody, Kobe and Shaq, specifically wanted to go into the rap lane that wasn't their ministry but they had other things like when you leave the sports world you can commentate mm-hmm. you there are other things that you can do that are in that lane mm-hmm. there's nothing like that for a rapper you done rapping you done right. rapping and, unless and you make and another lane for yourself everyone can be an ice cube or Right. Like Ice Cube is a decent actor, but more than anything, he produces great content. Exactly. So, yeah, everybody can't. LL is a great actor. So he could leave rap. He he's the goat when it comes to rap. He could he could drop another album today. But if he doesn't want to, he has this other lane that he could step into. Mm -hmm. There are some people that truly shouldn't have been rappers because they had other lanes that they're better in. Bow Wow's not the best actor, but he's better at acting than he is currently as a rapper. Like, there are other lanes. Future ain't made that other lane for his oath. Bow Wow just need to stop everything. I'm sorry. I couldn't. I couldn't let you mention his name without taking a jab at him. He just need to stop everything. But I'm just saying, like, rappers tend to make other lanes for themselves because they know that this isn't going to be forever. Jay-Z is the perfect example. He was on the streets doing his thing, and rap was making him money. But he had the mindset to know that I am not going to be 65 years old spitting bars. Although Jay-Z may be, because he's almost Mm. there. Uh, But he knew that he couldn't be 65 spitting bars. So he created other avenues for himself. He's, Mm. uh, you know, he's in the sports world. He's still in music. He's has liquor. Like he has, because I told you, millionaires typically have eight streams of income. Some is residual income that just like, you don't have to do nothing. That money's coming in. So he has all these lanes of income. Future already complaining about paying child support. So you clearly have no other. Nope. And if you're not in... He's going to be touring and rapping for the rest of his life. Right. You got to tour during COVID. You don't have no off days. And that's the thing. I don't think he, he has any other talents. Or he would have... I'm pretty sure he would have branched out to acting to something. I mean, look at the company he hangs around at. You can often see him with a Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. You can often see he did a whole mixtape two mixtapes with drake who also started out acting like he's around people that does other things and you would think he would pick up on these things and try to do them himself but he has no other talents like this is his one only talent rap and selling drugs like that's all he can do so y'all keep following future if y'all want go ahead go make that y'all role model keep it go ahead see how far that shit get you i'm gonna I'm follow the russell wilson's that's what i'm gonna do mm-hmm I'm going to try to be a better man. That's what I'm going to do. Y'all go ahead and be toxic as fuck like future. And just stay in your one lane. Because, like, 
he coming for Sierra in no way, shape, or form. Like, losing him may be Sierra's greatest fear. Like, no way, shape, or form have you ever seen Sierra say, yeah, he feel this way about me, but he all right. Like, she loves him mm-hmm. just as hard as he loves her. Like, mm-hmm. we all sitting up here asking Sierra, what prayer did you say? You said you prayed for him. Can you write down those exact <laughs> words that you said to the Lord? Because I keep ending up with future. So, um, mm-hmm. so like, the admiration goes both ways. It's not a lopsided relationship where he's sitting up here drooling and fawning over her. She's just like, yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. They love each other equally as hard. So it's like, why are you coming for her? Because you don't understand. You don't. Just a little boy. Following in the footsteps of future. <laughs> well, you know. Following future will leave you lonely, like you said. But that's 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 just crazy to me. Cause like he wasn't the um his post is spreading, but he's not the only one that has had those like simple-minded. A lot of a lot of future fans. They just like want a whole him calling future son his son. Future fans went off. Oh, ain't no other nigga gonna never. Well, if you ain't taking your care of your responsibilities, then another nigga done stepped up. It ain't shit you can say. And that's why I keep telling, cause you know, I, I know someone who talks just like this. And I keep trying to tell this motherfucker, once y'all ain't together no more, you can't control what goes on in her life, what goes on in her house. So if she decided to bring another nigga in there and he's stepping up as a father because you're not there every day, what the fuck can you... you this is nothing you can do about that. Yeah, it's plenty of people that think like that. Like, I remember um, when... Uh, I separated. I was told that I could not even walk on the same side of the street as another man if I had my daughter with me, that I was to cross the street with her if another man started to walk down the street. That's like, who the fuck are you? Man, that thing just just once you once you had a kid, you 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 theirs, you own them. Because there's this conversation, this rhetoric that goes around that it's like, okay, you can always go back to your baby mama. You can always have sex with maybe you can, but I've never been a baby mama. I've been a woman raising my daughter, but I ain't never been nobody's baby mama. I've heard that, but it's like, why? Why would you want to though? Like y'all niggas, she's a baby mama for a reason. Like clearly it did not work out with y'all. So why would you want to go back to that? Oh, oh, I don't know, man. Yeah, yo, y'all, y'all gotta do better, yo. Y'all gotta do better, and I hope whoever I'm talking about, I hope you know I'm talking about you, because uh, I keep trying to tell you, man, you can't control what goes on in her house, right? And like, cause my thing has always been, in addition to the fact that you cannot control what goes on in someone else's house. <laughs> If you guys could not stay together as a unit and raise these kids together, why limit the, like, there's not enough love and support and, like, the village is gone. So, 
why would you want to prevent your child from being loved to the max? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Like, I used to have to explain all the time because he would pit me against his ex. And it's like, honey, I wish you would talk to me because he's my ex for a reason. I, I don't want him. But I'm happy to see you interact with my child because if she's happy to see you, she's happy to talk about you, she's happy to spend time with her father with you there, that means that you're taking good care of my child. And that's Mm -hmm. what's important. And a lot of people don't get that. Mm -hmm. They want the child to be like, no, I don't want to go over there because she over there. Like, oh, okay, well. Mm-hmm. Your child gonna get that same energy back. So I don't I, I don't get that whole mindset. I don't either. I tell you what, fellas, if you don't want another nigga, if you don't want your kids call another nigga daddy, you better step the fuck up. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, because some of y'all need to step up. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie to you. I know some niggas that need to step up. It's crazy, and it, I mean, and it goes like, I ain't even gonna say like it's a man bashing thing because it goes both ways. It's some women no, it's out there. It definitely go both ways. It definitely goes both ways. I got baby mama ain't shit. Everybody <laughs> raised her daughter but her. So, but she wants to be the only mama. Like, you know, it is what it is. That's why. Definitely goes both ways. Yes. They should start having motherfuckers take psych, like psychology tests. Well, that's the thing. Like when you application, just to get divorced in the state of Illinois, at least, and you have children. Um, now it's a requirement. It wasn't a requirement unless like you were like my ex that wants to take me to court because he wants seeing enough. But then when they asked him when he wants to see it, he was like, "It's enough." So like, why the fuck are we here? Um, that's when they sent us to mediation and to take parents and classes and stuff like that because the next step after that was for them to get her a lawyer that we would have to pay for and then we would have to have our own lawyers to all hash this all out for even the judge couldn't even figure out what this man wanted but now it's a requirement when you separate or divorce or whatever to go ahead and take that parenting class so it's like when you when your family unit separates then you got to take the parenting class why you have to take the parenting class before the baby came right like make that a requirement right like you you have lamaze class you have all these birthing classes you have all all this uh stuff that prepare you for labor and delivery why not have a class to prepare you for being a parent because mm-hmm. after labor and deli- delivery you have parenting so why not prepare for that also right but it is valentine's day and we're going to just spread love and positivity on today and not to worry about the craziness and the foolishness because I love my husband, my co-host and if that makes me a simp then I will be a simp 
Same here. <laughs> I'll be a something. Fuck it. I'm too old for all that shit. I don't give a fuck. They, they didn't call me a lot of shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> ain't gonna hurt my feelings. <laughs> and the words of some words of somebody I know, and my pride ain't hurt. <laughs> so, shit. With that being said, we wish you guys love and peace. We hope you had a great Valentine's Day. Uh, as we did, we was getting to that bag. Uh, we just, yeah, we hope you guys had a great day and, and just don't let it stop today. You, every day should be Valentine's Day for you couples that's, you know, in love and and, and all that. Uh, fellas, don't just stop buying her flowers today. Just every week, every other week, just keep doing it. Don't don't wait for Valentine's Day to do shit like this, man. You should do shit like this all the time. And he not just talking because he gives me flowers all the time. Not just oh yeah, I, I live it. I, I talk what I live. <laughs> Check my resume. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so you know, let's 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 we we've been through a, a rough year last year. Let's continue with the peace and love. Not just February fourteenth, just all twenty twenty one. Let's get back to love and. And, and happiness and, and enjoying each other and all that. Like, let's stop with the bullshit. And don't be fucking putting gorilla glue in your damn hair. Damn, y'all, stu- y'all done started the year off wrong. God damn, y'all so damn stupid. History Month. We supposed to be living black excellence. We are black history. Let's be what our children's children are. Oh, she are definitely made about. black history. <laughs> She definitely made it. But that's what I'm saying. Like when I said that, when I said that I wanted us to be what our children's children talk about in the future, I did not mean in a negative, something is wrong with you kind of way. So let me be real specific right now. We are at the halfway point in Black History Month, the halfway point. Let's keep striving for black excellence let's be positive let's make positive history let's make positive memories for this black history month when we all feel extra blackly black 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 i'll tell you what it's gonna make for a great story to her (laughs) to her grandkids like why from uh 2021 to 2025 you ain't had no hair (laughs) But hey, since it's like the Saunders, enjoy your night. We're out. We'll see you guys next week.